Hello friends, welcome back to the podcast. Sorry if I sound a little off, hopefully I sound better than before. I have really had this uh, this flu thing going on for a while, much longer than I thought, and I posted about this on Instagram, but you know, I had like this epic plan to start 2024 off with such a bang, like all this content I wanted to create. I had planned last week to finish up my next book. I am working hard to try and get this book out in Feb. Please keep your fingers crossed. Um, but you know, it's just deadlines and all these kinds of things. There's all kinds of stuff I was trying to do last week and I was just like ready to go schedules, routines, which I really needed to be to have it all happen. But I felt like January, I was like ready for it to be a very uh, high output month is a good way to describe it. And my higher self in the universe had very different plans for me. So I just literally couldn't, literally couldn't, couldn't get out of bed. I haven't been that sick in a long time. And yeah, it, um, made me just surrender to it. And I was like, well, there's nothing I can do, you know? And that's the thing about being sick and things with your health. And I think about for me in the past with my chronic illness, like a lot of the blessing was being in situations where you're like, well, I literally can't do X, Y, Z. So it is what it is. And that has taught me a lot about, you know, just acceptance and trust because I don't really have any other option. (laughs) And with that piece of acceptance and things that have taught me acceptance, I wanted to talk about soul contracts. So part of what I want to revisit this month is just a lot of like foundational content, just to kind of get everybody back on the same page. And um, I think some of these foundational pieces can get overlooked. And like I always say with people who I'm training in their intuitive gifts or energy healing gifts. Like I always go back to the basics whenever I am ready to amplify and expand. I go back to the basics with concepts, um, the fundamentals with psychic abilities and energy healing work. Like I go back to those fundamentals. I think that's so important. And it, it that's actually the place where like more opens up for us to understand things more deeply. And I have just found like in my own personal journey, when I am looking for answers within myself or about my life, I'm trying to put things together. And I feel like I'm like deep down these rabbit holes. I am always guided back to things that feel like the fundamental, the baseline, like, you know, what, what do I really know? And when I return back to those basics, it's sort of like, you know, something like an astrology chart or a human design chart. Like I go back to my human design chart and my astrology again and again and again in a million different contexts. And it doesn't matter, you know, how deep I get into it. When I go back to that like base chart with a new question or a new angle or at a new part in my life, I open up so much more than the first time I ever saw the chart. And so I just find that a lot of the answers are in the foundations. And, you know, we're never so advanced that that doesn't matter in, in my opinion. One of the things that I always focus on is sleep because I know that if I can really get a good night's sleep, that is going to have a ripple out effect and positively affect everything else in my life. 70 million Americans have chronic sleep issues and half of Americans deal with sleep deprivation. So I'm assuming a lot of you have probably dealt with this at some point in your life and I know about that firsthand. One of my favorite brands, Ned, is here to help us with Their product, Shut Eye Chai. It's inspired by 5,000 years of ancient healing tradition and is Ned's biggest product launch to date. I have been using Ned products for so long and love them. They have changed my life. The Shut Eye Chai has become one of the most important parts of my day and one of my favorite parts of my evening ritual. It's a mellow super blend latte for sleep that combines adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium, seriously the best ingredients out there, wrapped in a heavenly masala chai-inspired body. So think cinnamon, clove, ginger, all that good stuff, which is so fall and like pumpkin spice season. It is very on brand. 
It doesn't just set you up for amazing sleep. Ingredients like chaga, reishi, and ashwagandha are deeply nourishing to your body on so many levels. So you're getting a ton of additional benefits and it's crafted from the highest grade single origin ingredients, ethically sourced from some of the world's best small scale farms. Shadai Chai is amazing for calming your nervous system, which we talk about a lot here. It's so important for manifestation and for channeling and tapping into our intuitive gifts. It is so nourishing for your senses and Shadai Chai will just send you peacefully off to dreamland where you can get all of those activations and downloads. And I will tell you sleep now more than ever. Like we are getting so many upgrades while we sleep. So it's really important to get a really, really good night's rest. It makes the world of a difference. Shadai Chai is all natural. It's made exclusively from functional botanicals, fungi, herbs, plants, minerals, roots, and spices. And what I love about Ned is they are fully transparent. They share third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their full extraction process. Shadai Chai does not contain CBD, caffeine, melatonin, or dairy, so you don't need to worry about any of that. But every evening as part of our wind down ritual, like we have, especially since moving into this new house, just gotten really into curating our evening rituals because both my partner and I are like realizing how much we really need to focus on sleep. It's a huge focus for us. And so every evening we will kind of ground in. I like to have that ritual of making a little shadai chai latte. So I'll put in the powder. I'll fill it up like halfway with hot water and then some nut milk, froth it up, and I will set intention over the beverage. I'll set intention for my sleep and just slowly intentionally sip that in, kind of turn it into a little meditation, getting present. I send a hi to it and it just turns into this really beautiful evening ritual. And then we like to sit on the couch and connect and it's a great way to just end the day and really makes a huge difference in terms of sleep. We've both noticed our sleep has totally changed since really refining our evening ritual. And that means when I wake up the next day, I don't feel groggy. I feel ready to go. I feel excited. My channel is clear and I can create all this incredible stuff for all of you. And I'm just, you know, a better friend, a better partner when I am feeling good. So if you want to find out how Shadai Chai can revolutionize your sleep, you can get 15% off with the code Christina. Just go to helloned.com slash Christina or enter code Christina at checkout. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A to get 15% off. Sweet dreams. So I want to talk about soul contracts because... I think that, you know, for me, understanding soul contracts has just allowed me to flow through life with so much more ease and it has really allowed me to trust and to surrender. And I know people ask questions like that all the time, like, well, how do I trust this? Well, how do I surrender? Well, how do I know? And for me, really understanding the peace with contracts has like brought me a lot of peace and it has allowed me to navigate relationships in a very different way. People all the time tell me that, you know, the way I view relationships and the way I navigate them is just so different than anything they've ever experienced. It's definitely something that comes up a lot in, you know, in dating for me. And a lot of that has just come from me understanding contracts and like me, knowing that like sometimes the contract is up and we're at this place right now where so many people are starting this brand new phase of their life that can really feel like a brand new incarnation and that can mean that a lot of new contracts are activating old ones are expiring um i think this is really helpful with manifestation as well but also for us as a collective a lot of contracts are up. Um, I think it can help us make sense of when we're in the void space where, you know, maybe a contract is up and now we're in just like pure creation land. And so I think we're entering this interesting era where there are new contracts that are coming online, but we also have a lot more open space than ever before. And whether or not people realize it, they've maybe like leaned on <laughs> these contracts a lot more than, than they thought they did. So soul contracts agreements that, you know, I guess you could say agreements, agreements that our soul has made either with other souls or like with itself of, hey, this is what I'm going to complete or activate or learn the dynamic we're going to have when I come down here um, into this incarnation. So the contract is kind of like, this has already been set up. This is going to happen. And when we look at 
our incarnations and we're, we, you know, in my perspective, it's this balance between it's destiny and free will. We have free will, but there are also things that are, um, quote unquote, predetermined, which are looking like contracts. Not everything is a contract. We have some of that open space and we have choice within those contracts, but there are certain lessons we're here to learn and there are certain people that we have contracts with. So, um, Again, this can be between people or like for you with yourself where different people can fill it in. So maybe there's a soul contract that, you know, you are here to complete, like learn XYZ lesson. The way in which that you learn XYZ lesson could manifest in a million different ways and, you know, through different choices that we make in our lives, you might go down one path more than the other. Um, So I think about you know, for me, like if my contract was to channel here in this lifetime, like I was here to bring through, you know, these beings and this information, whatever, then there are different ways for me to have gotten to this place. Um, and sometimes the way in which we get somewhere is a contract and sometimes it's not. So that's one example of a contract, right? Like I, signed up to do this. Like it was a really important part of my life. And I find that these are the things that we just keep coming back to. Like they're always on our mind or you either naturally like really want to do the thing. Like it's been something since you were a kid, you just knew you were going to do. Um, it also reminds me of, uh, I think, well, this is kind of another topic, spirit babies, but I'll talk about those separately. My friend who has twins was saying, she's like, I just always knew I was going to have twins. Like I just always knew that. Um, and that's like a, like knowing a soul contract, like, okay, I was here to, uh, be the mother to twins, you know? So there are things that you'll just like, well, there'll be things that you, you always just knew and it was like a duh or things that you've always just loved, um, a lot. And that could be because you did it in other lifetimes as well, but there'll be things you're drawn toward. And there might also be things that you're, you don't want to do, you're not interested in, or you're just kind of whatever about that you find yourself getting pulled to again and again and again. Like this theme keeps popping up or this idea keeps popping up or this lesson keeps popping up. Like when it keeps popping up and it has this feeling of, I can't avoid this, it's part of the contract. Um, and for me, recognizing that has been so liberating because I'm like, it's it's in the contract, you know? So it's like, I'm not getting out of this one. And there's there's something to like knowing I'm not getting out of this that allows you to just go into it. You know, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to have to learn this at some point in my life, or I'm going to have to do this at some point in my life. I might as well just face it now. Um, and that has been, I think something that's given me a lot of confidence and made me one of those people that just goes into it. As I'm talking, I'm like realizing how much this really has deeply impacted me and, and my personality and just like my willingness. Somebody left this like really, really lovely comment on my Instagram. So thank you if that was you about like she said that she was listening to the podcast, the 2023, 2023 interview podcast with my friend Sam and how I had asked Sam like what she thinks my greatest gifts are. And this person said that she was like, I wanted to share that. I think that one of your greatest gifts is surrendering and I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and that's not like an easy thing, you know, but I think that there's a lot of different pieces that's like allowed me to do that. And part of it is knowing, hey, my ego's not always on board and my brain's not always on board. And like, this doesn't mean I don't complain as I move through it. It's just like, I know I'm going to do it because maybe it's the contract or it's because I know the growth and expansion or beauty that comes um, through it. So those are all pieces. So these are some things that you might have, you know, like just on a soul level, I have a contract to complete this, to have this experience, could be a specific experience, um, could be to bring something down, activate something. Um, it could be, it could be, you know, something like a health issue, um, for sure. So it could be an issue. It could be a, what you perceive on an ego level as positive or negative. It could also be something to, you know, kind of rebalance karma, um, play the other side of the coin. Um, you know, maybe we did, something in a certain way in, in the previous incarnation or we tend to and then in this incarnation we're balancing it out and learning the other side of it very much like north node south node types of things um if we already mastered it before we're here to master something else that might also come into play with soul contracts involving other people so you might have a soul contract to complete a mission 
And wh- whoever is involved could be swapped out. That's something important to know because sometimes people get so caught on like I have a contract with you and so we have to complete this. Do you though or do you just have the contract and it doesn't necessarily have to be that person? So this is true in a lot of romantic relationships. Like let's say, um, I don't know. There's all kinds of lessons that come up in relationships or like moving a certain place or having a certain lesson within the dynamic or even with kids where maybe a number of number of different people could be an ideal partner to teach you that lesson. And maybe they would all teach you that lesson in a different way. But there might also be contracts you have with people that are very specific to them. And sometimes that specificity... <laughs> Um, can be as simple as, hey, we have a contract to meet in this life. It can be that simple. Uh, it could be like a matter of like bumping into somebody. It could be the matter of, um, you know, this person needs to help this person in this lifetime or vice versa. Uh, it could be something bigger of like you're here to bring through It could be like you're here to create something together and what you create could be whatever you guys want depending on the choices you've made up until, you know, that point in your life or what's when you meet in that lifetime. For other people, it's way more specific like you are going to, I mean, it could be like these two people are having a child together, right? Uh, It could also, you know, how the contract plays out depending on what the contract is could depend on at what age you meet you know and so sometimes people will meet people at a young age and like that is what it was supposed to be contractually because you know we we act different when when we're uh kids for example and so maybe that rebalance the energy and that's all it needed to be sometimes we have contracts with people that can't fully play out when we're kids and so we might meet them when we're children or even a little bit older and then they might leave our lives and then come back in because there's still more to learn from them or do with them or heal with them. So these contracts can have to do with learning lessons uh, and certain people might be the specific person that's here to teach you that thing, you know? Uh, And this is the thing with, I'll say this comes up a lot with like romantic partnerships where people can get really stuck on, but I know this is my person, And the thing is, even if like you have a contract with a specific person that's you're going to be in a long-term romantic partnership with them, like let's say that is happening and that's you guys do need to get married or something in the, in the soul contract, which most people, it's not that specific. I'm just going to say that, but there's usually a number of people, but let's say that is what it is. Um, actually, let me rewind. A lot of times the contracts, it could be, hey, you're supposed to be in a long-term relationship with this person that doesn't, but, but it's, it's the human of us where we, we might be deciding that means it needs to be marriage or that means it needs to be, we're living together. That's not necessarily what the contract was about. So it might manifest that way. It might not, but let's just go back and let's say you do have a specific contract with this person that you guys are going to get married but, and maybe they're the person you're going to be married to for like the rest of your life. But what if there's another lesson that you have to learn from someone else before you're vibrationally ready to fulfill that contract? And so you have to learn a different lesson from someone else. So someone else will come in because they have the unique codes of that lesson you have to learn so that you can learn it and then be vibrationally prepared to complete the next contract. And so that's the thing about contracts is like there sometimes there are certain other things that this can be sort of like like time activated like at a certain age really what it usually is more is like after other certain events have occurred so after other contracts have been completed or just events have occurred in your life that have allowed you to be vibrationally available for this next phase that one will open up so sometimes people will feel frustrated because they feel like they know they have a soul contract with somebody but it's like not playing out or like it's not completing And sometimes that was just like, you know, an unwillingness to go into it um, in terms of it's not completing. Like, have you actually gone into it? Have you had the conversation? Have you felt the feelings or are you just kind of like dancing around each other? But other times it's because something else has to come into play first. Like, 
Um, and I'll have this with friends all the time where I'll be like, I ha- I know we're going to create something together. I don't know what it is yet. And we could sit here and try and force it out, but that's not what it's supposed to be. And I just wait until it becomes clear. It will become clear. It will play out. But these, I mean, these things are inevitable and we don't have to figure them out or like force our way through with them. We can have contracts with other people. Yes, we can have contracts. And, and I want to be clear, like, I think people think that contracts are always long-term. They're not. It could be as simple as like, I mean, there could be a contract that that person, uh, you know, rear-ended you. And, and you know, they rear-ended you, got out of the car, you exchanged information, um, everyone's all shook up. And that was the contract and that was it. And then you never talked to them again. Like, it can be that simple. It could be a very simple conversation that you have with that person. Um, you know, things like that. And sometimes it is longer term. But we have people that show up all the time in our lives to teach us these lessons or to remind us of certain things, to balance out karma, balance out energy. Um, and I think of contracts as like honestly a way of like just keeping me on track as a soul uh, for my highest evolution. It's all about your highest evolution. So it can also be with um, animals, right? Pets, um, experiences, and places. Um, and just like, I mean, it could be with a business, you know? So uh, there are things within my business, like a program where I'll, I'll feel, I'll know the contract is up or the business itself, or even just like the cer- a certain iteration of a relationship. So it might not be that the entire friendship is over, for example, or the entire business relationship is over, but maybe it's this iteration of us working so closely together or being so close to each other. This is completed. And now it's moving into just this more like open energy where it can be whatever we want. And you'll like feel that where like people come into your life quickly and intensely and it's like right off the bat, you're best friends, you're working really well together. There's just like a flow. It's like it was meant to be and that's a contract. And then when the contract completes, sometimes that means it's time for them to exit. It's time for you guys to exit each other's lives. Um, so that the next contracts can come in, uh, and you know, the rest of your life can move forward. And sometimes it's, it's not that they, it needs to be an exit, but you might just kind of like fall to the side a little bit more. You'll notice that I always think about it. Like if I have like a main screen of my computer, like what's on my main screen, it doesn't mean that other things aren't like in folders there, but like what's up on my screen and depending on what's going on in my life, like a different thing is going to be at the forefront of my screen. And so it's like that with soul contracts too. Sometimes people just kind of fall to the side. You can have this with places as well. Um, homes, I talked about that a lot with my move and like just knowing the contract is up and you will know the contract is up when like your feelings just naturally change. There will be an energy shift and it might turn into like overnight, like you're just not into it anymore. You're not into the situation. Um, your feelings about, and people get confused about this all the time and they judge themselves, but like you could wake up, you could love your career today. And then tomorrow wake up and be like, I'm like dreading this. I don't want to do this anymore. The contract is up. You got what you needed to get. Or even with relationships where people will freak out because their feelings will change all of a sudden overnight. Sometimes the contract is just up, you know, sometimes something happens too, but sometimes, you know, energy changes the way you feel that something changes just like without any clear reason. And that's usually because the contract is up. The other thing is it will feel, it can feel like things are just pushing you out. So in my house, for example, I mean, not only was I intuitively getting like the message, like it's time, it's time to move on. And that's usually how it plays out. Like you will get the message, it's time to move on. You'll be feeling that gently, softly for a while. And if you don't take action on that, then it'll become more distinct. You might, I mean, I got a clear message. It's time to end this. It's, it's just a little more intense and whether or not, uh, you know, you listen to that, say you don't, then you might notice, well, my feelings just changed. I just like, don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be in this situation. I don't even know why. Uh, but then as you go deeper, it might just be, you're getting actually pushed out. And so, for example, that might mean with my house, you know, things were going wrong. Like all these things were breaking. I was like, this place doesn't want me. Um, and even just living in San Diego, I hit this point where it was like everywhere I went, I was like hours late. I got in so much traffic. There was like accidents always in front of me. It was like the weirdest stuff was happening. Everything. I mean, I would like need to get out of my driveway and there'd be like five huge trucks blocking the street. It was like that kind of stuff all the time where I was like, 
it's the quote like bad luck people think I'm like this is the universe being like get out of the situation like this is not working it'll be clear it's not working or I've had friends where I kind of know you know time's up and every time we try and connect it's like you know it never aligns or there's always something that gets like sabotaged by the universe um and it's like stop showing up, you know, like it's just not supposed to be at the same time. We will, you know, we'll feel called more in a certain direction or we might get curious about different people, new people, new situations, new experiences. But a lot of times people like we want this logical reason. And that's what holds people back with their contracts. Like we want a logical reason why it's not working, why we should change, why it should make sense. We feel like guilty about letting go of people. Um, or we feel like we have to make meaning out of it. Like someone was wrong or someone was right. And like sometimes it's just the contract is up, you know, and or it just it wasn't correct anymore. We completed it. And that's a great, beautiful thing. And we can live in a lot of gratitude for that or we can judge it. Um, but I think, you know, as a lot of people's contracts are ending, you might notice feelings changing feelings changing overnight. But the other thing is like, what have you been guided to? What have you been curious about or who or what's been popping up in your head that you're not going into that's a little bit new? So I say a lot, you know, side players become main players a lot. A lot of times as different soul contracts like realign and reconfigure. And that's what's going on right now. So, you know, when a contract completes and a new one starts, this really does create this feeling of like, I'm in a whole new reality. Uh, and I do feel like they, you know, you go into these, you learn them, you get the experience, you get the wisdom, it activates something and unlocks something and then leads you into like your next phase. And that's how you really experience all of this evolution in your life. So I often post pictures on Instagram of all of my morning beverages and people are like, what are you drinking in the morning? This is a very important part of my daily routine. I like to wake up and get super hydrated because we've been dehydrated all night long. And I also like to I don't know if I'm the only person who does this, but I like to front load a lot of my liquids. So I drink a lot, a lot of liquids in the morning and I like to start my day off with something warm immediately up for my stomach. And then I pretty much immediately after have something cold. Anyway, it's a whole thing. But the first thing that I have been putting in my body, I used to do just warm lemon water and then immediately Organifi green juice. But I have changed it the last few months. And the first thing I put in my body is actually been Organifi Pure. And this is one of my favorite Organifi products. I feel like it is so underrated. It is incredible for supporting mental clarity, memory, and cognitive performance. And especially since I stopped drinking coffee, I love having pure first thing because it gives my brain that extra clarity. You know, sometimes in the morning I'm like, eh, I'm definitely a slow, slow at getting up. I'll just say that. Um, and so pure is great for just helping me focus, getting on track first thing. And I love the way it tastes. It tastes like a healthy lemonade, but Okay, so this is marketed as drink it cold, and it really does taste like a healthy lemonade, you know, without all the extra added sugar, none of that crap, super clean ingredients, but I actually like it hot. So it's not advertised this way, but I'm just telling you what I do. I put a scoop into my mug, I put hot water in it, and I drink this the way I used to drink my warm lemon water. I actually feel like this is way better for my teeth, uh, but it gives me all these extra benefits first thing in the morning. And so I, I get kind of the same benefits as coffee without the, without all the negative side effects without the jitters. This is 100% USDA certified organic. It is rich in beta glucans and antioxidants. It's been clinically proven to promote healthy BDNF levels derived from coffee berry. The neurofactor ingredient has been shown to increase BDNF levels by over a hundred percent. So that means thinking more clearly, supporting memory, impressing everybody around you. And I have to be like on point with my career. I don't really have like with my career, I don't have much just like mindless work. Everything is very intentional, very focused with channeling and all the different companies and products and things like that. So I am really specific about everything I put in my body. I'm very intentional. I need the quality to be there. And I also like to make sure like with all the fluids I'm drinking, like everything is very intentional. So first thing is pure, which I've been drinking hot. If you want to try it that way, I freaking love it. It makes me feel amazing. I'm like next level mental performance obsessed. And then I immediately do Organifi 
green juice. I drink that one cold, throw in some nut milk to make it more like a little milkshake, which sometimes I don't have the nut milk, but I like it that way. And that helps with detoxification, a little extra energy boost without the caffeine. And I feel like a million freaking bucks. And this is how I do what I do, right? So there are lots of things that allow me to do what I do, including an incredible team and support system. But the way I take care of my physical body is the most important thing for me to be able to channel all the things I channel, to write all the books I write, to run all the companies I run. So Organify always. If you want to try out Organify Pure or Green Juice or any of their other products, you know, I use and love them all. Just head to organify.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off. Again, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC and that code will get you 20% off your entire order. For me, I have found that like understanding soul contracts has allowed me to gain so much more peace as things you know, end and even just thinking about like, you know, death as well. And just like, whether that's with me, whenever my incarnation ends or other people, it's like when the contract is complete, it's complete. And I know that there's a lot of emotion around things being, being complete and that's all valid and true. But for me, and I think particularly with, as I move through, through my life, like relationships ending or things not working anymore, it has allowed me to move forward with ease and let go of things with more ease of like understanding that that contract was complete. That's a beautiful thing. Great job to all of us who are involved. And instead of waiting for something negative to happen so that like it turns into this, like it stopped working and was awful. So I had to move forward and there's usually like maybe some bad energy there. It's just like, wow, it's complete and I'm honoring this and moving to the next phase and that's like a lovely chapter and I would prefer to move forward with that energy than have any like bad taste in my mouth and I find that when a lot of, when relationships end and like blow ups or negativity, sometimes that was part of the contract, you know, we can have contracts with people that are teaching us lessons that we don't want to learn that aren't very fun for us um, at all and I think those are some of the more, you know, difficult ones for us of like, yeah, that person signed up uh, to do that thing that maybe didn't feel good for them either. And it really hurt you, but that was part of the lesson. Like somebody had to do it, right? Sometimes that part's not in the contract and that's just how it ends because there was something that had to happen for you guys to get out of it. Um, and because you weren't just honoring how you felt originally, something had to quote happen. So I find that trusting my intuition first and foremost has allowed me to avoid, a lot of those negative experiences and like blow ups or like bad energy. And when I look back on when things kind of ended on a sour note, I, I realized like, wow, that contract was expired. I just knew it, but I just kept it going for far too long. And then it got a lot more difficult, you know, to, to exit. So you can find out your soul contracts you know, in your Akashic records, with energy healing, uh, in hypnosis, you know, all those types of things. And that's great. But like, as you live your life, it's going to be made clear to you. And when you just watch how your reality shifts and what's popping up and what you're guided to and who and what comes into your life and you remove the resistance, you're naturally going to live your soul contracts. Um, And I think for me, this understanding about soul contracts not only has allowed me to like just honor when a relationship is up and not try and force it to be something it's not meant to be, But it's also encouraged me to go just so much more deeply into every experience of my life and like really live in the present moment and like squeeze out all that juiciness and that richness of every conversation and every relationship and just like really love and enjoy what it is while I'm there. You know, what the experience is while I'm there, um, knowing that not all contracts last forever and some some are short, some are long and some are still being written. So what do I mean by that? Some are still being written. So Well, I want to talk about this. Can we rewrite contracts and can new ones come in during the incarnation? Yes and yes. So one, we can energetically and sometimes intentionally and sometimes unintentionally create contracts throughout our lives. So this is something that often works. It's something that shows up more in energy sessions and intuitive sessions with people when it's working against them where they have made a contract for themselves earlier in their life, usually after a negative experience. They can energetically create a contract and that usually comes in the form of somebody has said, like, I never want to do that again or I'm, I'm, 
I'm never going to enter into this again. I'll never date any ever again. Things like that, right? Um, those types of contracts. And also just very logistically, like we sign contracts all the time in the 3D and that is an energy. That is also another contract that's at play when we come into contracts. So it's a little, it's like a little variation of the contract conversation, but it still is a contract. And so people can, whether it's intentional or unintentional, create new contracts for themselves throughout the lifetime. And on a soul level, while, you know, there are contracts that have been decided beforehand during the incarnation, your higher self, your soul or oversoul can also add in new contracts during the incarnation. So sometimes it looks like it quite simply just like hasn't activated or been revealed yet. And sometimes it still hasn't been written. And sometimes people are worried about what's a contract and there wasn't one at all. It's like, this is free will territory play around. We can also sometimes rewrite certain contracts when we are like in the middle of it, when we're really learning the lesson or when through other experiences, we sort of wipe out the need for certain other contracts to occur. Like there might be things set up on a soul contract level to have an experience, but you might fall into an experience earlier in life that, you know, for a number of reasons kind of like cancels out or doesn't require that other contract to get completed. Like it does it for it. And another complexity to this is, and this depends on, you know, if, if the contract is specific to this incarnation, it's one thing, but usually this is more like what you need to learn as an oversoul. So you're incarnating to learn these things. If another incarnation of you makes certain decisions that can add in new contracts into this into this incarnation and vice versa where another incarnation of you elsewhere in a different reality could through free will choice make decisions that allow that version of you to learn the lesson and so that lesson is learned for you as a whole on an oversoul level and then that kind of completes the contract in this incarnation as well. So those are some other layers to contracts. Uh, there's a lot here, but I think you're getting the gist, right? We can have contracts with all kinds of people, places, um, animals, you know, parts of our business, parts of our career, about experiences, certain lessons, and it could be for one second, it could be for a long period of time. So I just find this really freeing, liberating, supportive, and helping us find more peace with our lives. And this is one of the reasons why, you know, when it comes to things like romantic relationships, marriages, friendships, I just, I don't know, I guess I'm just a little more neutral than most people. And I, I think this is one of the ways that I'm able to release attachment because you never know what the contracts are. And we can spend a lot of time and energy resisting just what's meant for us. And different people are able to teach us different lessons. That's just the way it is. One of the things we are trying to move beyond and work through in this ascension journey is moving beyond judgment. And that's about not judging other people and their relationships and their life paths, as well as our own. And I think that in the world, there is a lot of judgment about, I mean, all kinds of things, but from the contractual standpoint, like people make judgments about like, oh, you're already leaving or you just moved there. Why are you moving again? Or people judging people for the length of their romantic relationships or, you know, dating, dating around or marriage and divorce. Like people like to judge, make a judgment on if it was successful or a, or a failure based on how long it was. And like, we have that so backwards. It's actually successful when you've completed the contract. So actually, like the, the more things you're moving on from, not because you're running from them, but because you fully got into the experience, learned all the fun, juicy stuff in there, completed it, check mark, wow, embodied wisdom, and now I move on to my next experience. Like that's actually success as a soul. And that's not to say that the same situation or person or dynamic can't teach you 
many different lessons. There are so many situations where that's the truth, right? So there are many situations where we will be in a relationship with a person or a place or a thing and like a dynamic. And throughout our lives, we're continuing to learn and grow with that entity, whatever it is, right? But I'm just saying there are also other people that really just have one or two specific things to teach us. And then there are others that continue to teach us and help us grow um, or they're there with us for a number of different reasons for a long time. But it definitely helped me release judgment of myself and release attachment and just be more in flow and like trust the universe. The more I started doing intuitive work and reading things from the soul contract level and just starting to see like, wow, there are people who have contracts to be in XYZ place like their whole life or people who are contracted to visit every country in the world or people who are literally in their contract, they're going to have four spouses. That can be a thing. And then there's also plenty of people that make choices like that, just a free will. You know, so it can go either way. Just because it happens doesn't mean it's a contract. We have free will too. But what I know in my life, like as we all face judgment in different areas and, you know, the little ways people judge, like I, I know when something is complete and I feel it in my body and I also know the very negative effects it has on my health, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual and everything in my life when I'm in an expired contract and me showing up for me and living the life I want to and feeling good is much higher priority to me than what anybody else thinks. So I don't really care what anybody else thinks about, you know, when I move on from things or when I release people or things or places or move on. Like I know and only I know how I feel in the moment when I'm in an expired contract. So as I watch the people in my life do what they need to do for them, I understand that, hey, they're doing what they need to do for them. And I'm not here to judge, you know, what people move on from or what they stay in. That's their life path, whether it's through free will choice or their own soul contracts. And, you know, we never, we, we just never know. So, well, I guess we do if we read them psychically with their permission only. (laughs) But what I will say is this is one of the, this has been one of the most interesting angles for me when it comes to manifestation, where one of the biggest manifestation blocks always, 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 always is expired contracts. And it has shocked me. You know, this came up for me. I don't know. This has come up for me a lot in the past four or five years and there's one specific example that comes to mind where like I would feel a block with manifestation I would feel the energy not moving and it would be in both instances it was related to my business and I was really frustrated and there was just that one person the contract was up with like they were it was up and I and I wasn't letting it I just wasn't letting them go you know, and the, and this is interesting, right? I finally let the first person, I let the person go after a couple of years and it was like whew, all the energy moved. Everything came in, everything I wanted just like came. I was like, holy shit. I can't believe that one expired contract held all this up, you know, in two very different areas of my life. Meanwhile, you know, that person was here to teach me many lessons, but there was a main one. And I, at a similar time, welcomed someone into my life who had the same energy from that person. And so like, I thought I had learned the lesson because I realized eventually, okay, this is complete. And like, I got it and I'm letting you go. So I thought because I finally recognized it and released the person from my life, you know, release the relationship that I learned the lesson, but that's not really learning the lesson. Learning the lesson is not just, you know, recognizing it and saying goodbye. It really anchors in 
when it tries to come back in your life and before you're like, I see you now. I'm, I'm nope, not getting into it. I actually learned it, right? That's the piece of manifestation. Like when you're shifting a pattern or a belief, something will come back into reality to say like, oh, hey, here I am again. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> That's not really like why it's happening. It's it's just, it's actually just vibrationally. You haven't yet made the full vibrational shift yet until you recognize, oh, this is not a vibrational match for me. So I'm not even letting you in. Anyway, I around the same time as releasing that person, because I hadn't fully made that shift, I recognized it in that relationship, but I welcomed somebody else into my life with a similar energy. And you know, all the energy was moving and I was like, great. And then like, I felt it all kind of get stuck again. And it took me a couple of years to then recognize the same pattern in this other person. And I finally did finally let them go. And then after that, somebody else tried to come in and I recognized it. And I said, no, this like quite literally doesn't resonate. There's no piece of me. Right. So great lesson learned. And I have attracted a very different vibration of person in those realms of my life since, like instant. And so that's a really, that was a really important example for me. And this happens all the time in different ways, but that was just the one top of mind where I'm like, there's this one expired contract and it was so clear in both situations, the contract was up. Like it just kind of felt like we're not going anywhere you know, and holding on to that expired contract blocked a lot in many different areas of my life. And it wasn't like directly the areas of, of my life that these people were connected to it was the other areas of my life. And so it exemplifies that what happens, you know, with an expired contract, but it also exemplifies how part of my soul contract was to learn this lesson about, you know, this type of behavior they both embodied that I, I can't allow in my life. And I had a soul contract for sure with the first and the second that person only came in with these qualities and with that dynamic because I did, clearly didn't fully, 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 fully learn it from the first. And so that one wasn't necessary, right? And so it's like, hey, if I... I don't learn the lesson with this person that it was contracted to happen with first, a new person will be sent in that didn't necessarily have to have to happen. But, you know, here we are. So that contract complete, amazing. And when I have a contract that's completed and I fully like move forward and enter into the new contract, it just is such a distinct shift in my life. I'm sure you can relate. Those are the moments that you really feel different. You really feel like all the things around you are quite different. So, soul contracts, interesting stuff. A lot to unpack here, but, you know, that's that's a bit on this. It's going to be really relevant for a lot of people right now, welcoming new people and energies and places or whatever it is for you into your life that have different, you know, lessons to offer you. And also completing some old ones. And I'm sure there are people listening that are realizing expired contracts they have as well. Maybe it's with your home. Maybe it's with the city you're living in. Maybe it's with, you know, a partner or friendship. I mean, I've had this come up for people with pets too. Um, actually, that has come up quite a bit in the last like year, I feel like, where people have had pets and they had, they rehomed the pet and they felt so guilty. And I like tuned into it and I was like, literally you're supposed to be with that pet for like that length of time. That was it. And that was just part of it. And, um, now they have a contract, you know, with this other family. And when it's something like a pet, you know, we can put all this human stuff around it, but it's like, how else is a pet going to fulfill all of its contracts? You know, if a pet has contract with three families, like, it's probably not going to run there by itself, you know? So it's really simple. Like when you follow your intuition, when you follow your heart, when you follow your soul in your life, this all sorts itself out. 
And I hope if you take anything from this, it's not to judge yourself so much. (laughs) And maybe it also helps you release some attachment and allow things to unfold the way that they're meant to unfold. And also noticing where I think people can use this, you know, people in the spirituality space can use this like in kind of a toxic way where they're like justifying staying in a situation because they're they're saying there's a contract or they are justifying they're justifying a dynamic going a certain way because they know there's a contract and that's not healthy right so like I said you might have a contract with somebody um you know in general like you're supposed to meet that doesn't mean they have to date you that doesn't mean they have to be your friend that doesn't mean they have to work with you that doesn't mean you know they have to build a business with you like whatever it is I think sometimes people will feel the contract and um, they start to put this human stuff on it, like, you know, what they want it to be. And that's not always how it is. You know, it's not always how it is. <laughs> Sorry, but there's lots of good contracts too. And remember also, you know, with karmic things, karma, karma sometimes doesn't feel so good, but Lots of karmic contracts are very great and lovely um, and healthy, you know? So what I will say is, especially with things that are connected to your mission, you have soul contracts with people and places like that will happen. That will, it's going to happen. You don't have to figure out how. It's going to happen. You'll be taken there. And a lot of the, you know, strongest, most intense, specific contracts will be about your mission. A lot of these are turning online right now. People that are contracted to you um, will find you and vice versa. You won't miss what's really for you. (laughs) I promise. If you try to miss it and you avoid it, it's just going to feel a lot more uncomfortable probably getting there. Um, But it's going to happen. Either way, what's for you won't miss you. Sometimes we overlook what's for us and why it's for us, you know? So this might help you see everybody around you a bit differently. Like I definitely look at the world in a very interesting way for a number of reasons, but I look at every single person I talk to, I walk by, interact with, and I'm like, there could be something really deep and important here. And there have been so many strangers that I've had a single interaction with that like looking back I'm like that was like a pivotal shift for me or that was a pivotal interaction there was for sure a contract there um things like that you know so lots of good stuff opening up I think I'll close out here leave a comment if this resonated for you what tell me what's showing up for you um and maybe share this with somebody in your life if you think it would be helpful and send in any other questions you might have about soul contracts to christinathechannel.com slash pod pod i appreciate your questions they help guide all my content and you know keep all the good stuff going so thanks again for tuning in hope you have an amazing rest of your day and i'll chat with you again next episode